Alright, let's get this thing started so I can eventually finish and uh, go downstairs and watch the Giants lose. Oh, are we going to get Elise uh, swearing in the background again this no, week? No, no, the Jets are not playing. They already played on Thursday. Oh, really? <laughs> Dude. So I take it she's going to be nice and calm. Yeah, I was right. editing that. Which, what's real funny is on Thursday I was editing that episode uh, while the Jets were playing, and I heard her downstairs while I'm upstairs, you know, doing some work on the computer. Um, but they were winning, so she was like cheering. And at the exact same time, I, I hear like towards the end of our episode where she's like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> like, screaming. I take it you've told her that she's on the podcast. She's. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I take it you've told her she's been requested to join us one day. <laughs> she's famous now so she yeah. is famous so i'll be sure to let her know yeah all right let's get this thing started welcome to all you need is blood the uhm horror podcast with your hosts ryan shane and mike Okay, everybody, welcome to episode 40 of All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo, and joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, Shane Smith and Mike Whittemore. Gentlemen, how are you today? Hi. Very, you sound very excited, Mike. I'm glad you're uh, oh, you're, you're on board with us. I feel like shit. <clears throat> well, you could join the club, sir. Yeah, I, I pulled a muscle in my back at work on uh, Thursday. So I've been, I couldn't go to work on Friday and I had to help my friend move yesterday. So, Blech. so you, uh, even with, with a hurt back, you helped her move. Yeah. You know, I, she didn't, she had like me and like two other of my friends and, uh, yeah, there was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want to be like, Oh, sorry. Even though she would have understood still. Yeah. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. How, how about you, Shane? How's everything going for you? Oh, not too bad. Um, not sleeping right, but I'm all right otherwise. You know, it's. Um, I will point out because um, here in the UK today it is bonfire night. It's known as Guy Fawkes night. So if you've seen the movie V for Vendetta, you'll know exactly what's going on. So if you hear explosions in the background, that will explain what is going on. Lots of fireworks going off. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, today is uh, Guy Fawkes Day, and um, I have not been sleeping, and I've just basically, bit of, I've lost a cat to a cardboard box. <laughs> yeah, so, do you watch uh, V for Vendetta on Guy Fawkes Day? I do, it's a tradition. I'll be watching it once we're finished. Nice, I love that movie. Yeah, I do too. Totally, totally underrated uh, comic book movie. Oh, well, completely. I mean, it's 12 years old, so it's on. it doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like it is, but it's 12 years old. And that film has never been more relevant than it is today. Yeah, right. You know, because with everything that's been going on in the UK, in the UK government especially, uh, you know, it's the film has never been more relevant. And it's shocking. It's so fucking shocking how close it is. It really is. And that's not a that's not a joke. That is not a joke. No, absolutely it's not. So shocking how close it is. 
Yeah, well, our government's going to bring upon nuclear annihilation. So yeah, there. Shane, you're just you're just talking about crashing your country. We're going to destroy the whole fucking world. So yeah, that's because you're yeah. a bunch of cunts. <laughs> yeah. Fucking spoil everybody's fun, you bastards. Yep. All right, so uh, we got our podcast up and running. Um, we like to talk horror movies, talk shit to each other, and various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, games, comics, and pretty much whatever else we feel like talking about. Farting, um, belching. Far- yep, lots of that. That's all going to be there. Yep. That's all included. So if you want to get a hold of us, um, you can hit us up on our Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com or our Facebook group. All you need is blood and uh, various other Twitters and Facebooks and things. The upcoming horror movies dot com um, forum. We're always on there. And uh, and yeah, so we actually got Shane uh, uh, some uh, some fan mail again. What? Yeah. Really? Well, maybe not fan mail. Um, we did. I, I did get it. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be great. <laughs> Semi hate mail, I guess. Uh, Kevin <laughs> okay. Ferris, who we who we mentioned last time on the podcast, wrote into the uh, Facebook group again. Yeah, he said uh, he, he was the guy that had the awesome Jamie Lee Curtis rant. Yeah, that uh, that Mike read out last time. So he writes it and says, uh, "Thanks for the met- mention on episode thirty nine, and thanks yeah. for not blocking me, Shane." <laughs> I know, I did say that last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thanks. actually got a I, I got a tweet from uh, Cato at the Cato Show, uh, and uh, Cato writes in and says, uh, "I've been listening to the horror game episodes. What are your thoughts on Alien Isolation? Thinking of getting it, but the games in Canada are crack prices, which I assume that means expensive." Yeah, um, I didn't play this one, Mike. Oh, did you man. play Alien Isolation? I wish Val was here because she could go on a like. Oh, she could talk about the game for like hours. She loves that yeah. game. Um, I I don't do horror games. No, because you're a big you're a big girl, aren't you? When it comes yeah, to horror games, because <laughs> my anxiety goes through the roof when it comes to that shit. Yeah. But I she she's been replaying at my house because I did buy it, and she was replaying at my house. And the game just looks phenomenal, and I think it really encapsulates like a, encapsulates a, a horror film. Because you're like you have to hide in lockers and you have to wait for the xenomorphs to walk by and <clears throat> it seems like a, a phenomenal game and she loves it and I know when it came out it got uh, some negative reviews because of the past Alien games and uh, a lot of there was a lot of um, retaliation from that from the fans because it's it's just so well perceived by the people who actually play games you yeah know, not like yeah. game journalists who get paid for that shit. I mean so, the 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 alien games uh, in the past are fucking garbage. Oh yeah, just and, terrible. You know that's what everyone thought this was going to be too, but um, it wasn't. And it's I ask Val all the time, like, what are your favorite you know horror video games ever? And she always puts Alien Isolation up there. I mean she wow. yeah she loves that game. And I, yeah. I know she can't recommend that more than me. <laughs> I know. Um, I think George. Uh, George used to you know play because he was posted on the forum about that. I think he loves that game, too. He beat that. I think I remember him saying he beat that on the hardest difficulty setting. And fuck all of that. Because, <laughs> the, like, Xenomorphs, if you do, like, one thing wrong, the Xenomorphs will see you and they will kill you. And it's just, ugh. I, I give him major props for doing that. So, yeah, the Game sounds good. I mean, I haven't played it. I'm, I'll probably pick it up sometime eventually. It'll it'll hit a Steam sale, I'm sure, and drop down to nothing. Yeah. Um. 
so I'll probably eventually get it, but no, I haven't played it, but I heard good things. So, uh, so yeah, that's our, uh, our write-ins for today. Um, what have you guys been doing lately, uh, since the last podcast anyway, you've been watching, listening to, uh, getting into anything? Shane? Um, I have not been watching anything. I took, a, I've taken a complete break from watching movies after the horror marathon from last month. Um, I have been cleaning my flat, amusing the cat, being abused by the cat, and I have bought myself a vacuum or a vacuum Ooh. cleaner. Yeah, a, a vacuum cleaner, which is quite hilarious because Ziggy hates it and he runs away and hides every time he sees it. So that's awesome. Um, I bought myself a super king size quilt, which is fucking huge. And I love it. Do you have uh, a bed that big? Um, I've got a king size bed. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, it fits your bed, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've I bought a super king size quilt, and it's taller than me. It's longer than me, and it's absolutely amazing. Um, I also bought matching black quilt cover and pillowcases. Of course, as in matte black both yeah <laughs> shocking i thought you were gonna get like bright blue or something black's really weird fucking blue what <laughs> insanity is that um <laughs> um i did uh yeah i got that actually oddly enough it turned uh, the court cover and everything turned up today and um i spent this afternoon with a big grin on my face going i have black quilt cover Rah. And it's awesome. Um, I did buy a couple of movies, actually, this week. Um, I managed to get hold of a copy of In the Mouth of Madness um, nice. on, on Blu-ray. Um, but I've got it from Germany. So um, that cost £15 or something like that. And it's funny because the cover is in German, but the disc is not. So that is, uh, I found that quite funny. Yeah. Um, what else have I bought? I've not actually, actually, no, I've not bought anything else. I had a couple of CDs delivered. Um, I got a much sought after Nine Inch Nails CD that I didn't have um, delivered. It was the Recoiled, which is the coil remixes of stuff from the Downward Spiral. Um, so, and for soundtrack themes, it also has the original uncut version of Closer that was featured on the 7 soundtrack. Um, hmm. Oh, so that's that was cool. The, yeah, that was the main selling point for me because the version on the on the 7 soundtrack is an edited version of like 6 minutes where this version is like 9 minutes long or something. Wow, um, that's and, awesome. Yeah, and it's like the full, the full remix. It's very disturbing sounding, very eerie, very soundscape kind of stuff very industrial kind of stuff i like so um there you go um people any ideas for gifts for me anything industrial you know i'm, I'm cool with you know but uh yeah so that's about it really um not much else has been going on like i say not sleeping so insomniac mm-hmm. unite yay um Oh, my, right. it, my It vinyl turned up. Oh, well, how's that looking? It looked gorgeous. Um, I've got the soundtrack on the CD, and there's like 38 tracks on the CD where the vinyl only has 18. So hmm. um, 
and it's just dawned on me we mentioned this last week I, I mentioned it last week I think so <sighs> so you're gonna yeah. stick to listening to your CD but you're gonna you're gonna mount the vinyl on the wall right oh, fuck yeah awesome so how about you Mike you been doing anything interesting um well since the uh for uh October horror movies ended I decided to only do Christmas and Thanksgiving movies of my 365 <laughs> days of horror until January 1st. So, um, fucking haven. You know what? Good Lord. You know, I'm going to get gonna some... be, that's going to be rough, man. I've watched so many Christmas movies are so bad. But I'm going to, I'm going to get some flack, but Halloween is not my favorite holiday. Christmas is. Yeah. And you suck. I, so. yeah, that's fine. And I, I, fuck you, Mike. Fuck you. <laughs> I absolutely love Christmas. I, I do. Ever since I was a kid, I love Christmas. I love the cold. I love the, the shitty weather. As you could snow 20 inches, I do not mind. Um, I don't know what it is. It's like the Christmas lights and everything's like lit at night. It's it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I like uh, I like Christmas a lot. And so I decided to do some Christmas horror films. And I've seen some really shitty ones before too. Um, the one I just watched was the Christmas Horror Story, which. People yeah. said they dug, and I thought it was shit. That was terrible. Thank you. I fucking told you. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you know, I, everyone was saying, "Oh, it's really good." It's really it, there. It was just boring. So boring. Yeah, um, it's like a sh- it's like a really shitty version of um of uh uh what do you call it? A trick or treat. Oh yeah, it's just like a really shitty By Christmas. Anthology. Like they tried connecting them, and it just didn't mm-hmm. work. And there was a couple of interesting segments, but uh, overall, it didn't work. Um, other than that, I've just been living, I guess. Uh, New Cannibal Corpse <laughs> is pretty good. It's decent. It's not as good as I thought it would be, but it's decent. Um, getting my Xbox One X on Tuesday, which I'm excited about. Mmm. Mmm, yes. You didn't, you didn't enter the Taco Bell, uh victory championship oh, i wish i would have because so many people are winning those things yeah i keep seeing people win those it's crazy it's it's taco bell like actually delivers on that and they have been they did it with the the gold ps4s as well and hmm. a shitload of people got them um other than that i've been playing shadow war still about like 40 hours into that son of a bitch <laughs> um yeah that's that's pretty much it cool so, um, so I, uh, let's see, I finished Stranger Things this week, um, which we're probably going to talk about next time. Yep. Um, so I'll save all my thoughts on that for then. But I, uh, I did see Thor on Friday, Thor Ragnarok. And Shane, I know you had mentioned earlier you were thinking of maybe going with your buddy. Yeah, next week, yeah. You would love this movie, Shane. It yeah. is, oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the whole, the whole humor from like Flight of the Concords and, um, and what we do in the shadows, it's all baked in there, and it is fucking hysterical. Excellent. Uh, definitely top-tier Marvel, fucking brilliant movie, hilarious, but, like, it's it's funny uh, in a different way than something like Guardians of the Galaxy is. Uh, it's a different type of humor, but it's, it's you know, it's similar, because they're all superheroes and fucking whatever else, but it, it fucking works. It is really, really good. I loved it. Came out of there, big smile on my face. Cool. So, uh, and Jeff Goldblum is amazing, <laughs> as you would expect. <laughs> when isn't he amazing? <laughs> when he's not being turned into a fly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you should definitely check that one out. I think you'd like it, Shane. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go. I mean, it's a week tomorrow, so, yeah, we'll be going for that. <laughs> Sweet. 
So, um, so yeah, this week, um, thought we'd come up with just sort of a random topic. Uh, we're going to be talking about our favorite kills or the best kills or just sort of interesting kills in horror movies. Um, you know, maybe talk about some of the stuff that really stands out or something you find unique. It doesn't have to be the goriest or it has to be, you know, maybe it could be the goriest, but you know, you just sort of pick, uh, pick some of your favorite parts of horror movies. So, um... Uh, I'll start off just going over some of my favorites, like the, uh, the Friday the 13th always have great kills, and probably one of my favorite ones is in, uh, Friday the 13th Part 2, where the guy in the wheelchair gets the machete to the face, <laughs> oh my god, that is just brutal, <laughs> like, as he's falling down the stairs, rolling backwards in his wheelchair with a machete, like, lodged into his head, it is so fucking awesome, I love that kill, man. <clears throat> That that's something I could watch like on a loop, like just over and over again. <laughs> you've you've mentioned that quite a bit. <laughs> I know, man, it, but it it cracks me up every single time. It's just the best. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Do you think do you think that one's not worthy of uh, um, being a great kill? You know, I was gonna I was gonna also say, I think it's from Friday Thirteen Part Two where the guy's doing the handstand, and Jason yep. comes and he fucking machete down his body. <laughs> I love that. I think, like, like you said about the wheelchair, like I could watch it on a loop because it just makes me like cringe every time I watch it because he's naked too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, they got some classic ones in the Friday oh, the Thirteenth. The um, there's that. There's the, the of course the sleeping bag kill in Seven. You know that's a uh, that's a legendary one. Um, one that I think is kind of underrated actually in in Part Five where. Uh, where the guy's got his head and uh, a belt like wrapped around a tree, and Jason's just like tightening the belt. Oh yeah, un- until his head crushes. Like there's there's an uncut version of that that's much more graphic that they don't include in the in the regular film, but um, but it's fucking pretty brutal too, and it's it's unique. I like that idea of you know something like that. You know the the, the kills that stand out, I think, are uh, are really the ones to uh, to check out. Oh yeah. What do you think, Shane? Any any in the Friday the Thirteenth you like? Um, <clears throat> I always like the one in Jason X where the girl gets her head um, frozen in liquid nitrogen and smashed. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that one's was awesome. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. Even though the film itself isn't ex- entirely brilliant, that's got some that's got some quite entertaining kills in it. And uh, the whole VR um, scene where Jason walks into the into Camp Crystal Lake. And the two girls are stood there. Hey, let's smoke pot and have premarital sex. And then they <laughs> get in the sleeping bag, and then Jason's beating them to death with the sleeping bag. You know, just beating them to death on the tree, and you can hear them going "ow, ow," kind of that sort of stuff. That that makes me laugh. Um, I'm just trying to think what else there is. Oh yeah, you have got the classic Kevin Bacon kill in the first sure. movie. Um, that's always funny. I don't know yep. what I don't know why is like a lot of the kills they're just funny more than anything. There was I can't remember which film it is, but there was the one with the couple uh, having sex in the camper van, and um, mm-hmm. basically Jason walks in and I can't remember which one it is. I think he he kind of like stabs the girl in the chest or through the back and um, it pops out of a chest, and then the guy he rams his head into the side of the camper van. And then yeah, yeah. on the outside, you've got his face imprint on the outside. <laughs> I think that's part six. Yeah, yeah. I think well, that's pretty sure it's yeah. part six. 
I can't remember which one that one was, but yeah, that was uh, that I found that quite entertaining. But I mean, off the top of my head, those are the ones that stick out, I guess. What about uh, when Jason goes to Manhattan, where he fucking punches the dude's head off and falls oh into a garbage <laughs> no, I have That's actually on my list. I have that oh, listed. Fantastic! Where the guy tries boxing <laughs> fucking Jason. That's, uh, just, that's like uh, one of the only good parts about that movie. Oh, absolutely. That kill is definitely uh, a, a great one, and every other kill in that movie sucks. Except, yeah. you know what, I, kinda, I do kind of like the guitar to the head. Yeah, I was I just think, thinking uh, about that right now. It's okay, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the, when the guy's boxing Jason, <laughs> he's hitting him in the face, and he backs him all the way up to the edge. He's like, come on, man, give me your best shot. And Jason just fucking tears his head off. Oh, uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> definitely the the fun the funny stuff that shows up in those those are good yeah i love those what about you mike what are what are some other uh some other kills you like in uh, horror movies um I, it's one of my favorite kills of all time is uh from intruder 1989 flick by scott spiegel um mm-hmm. with the bandsaw scene i don't know if you guys have seen intruder no, oh, I haven't. No. Well, the uh, the killer drags a guy in kind of a humorous way. He drags a guy by his feet, and the guy's like, "No!" Like he can't get away, and uh, he puts him into a bandsaw, and he turns the bandsaw on, and he cuts this guy's face in half. And nice. the practical effects are just phenomenal throughout the whole movie, and. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite kills ever in a horror film. And it's one of my favorite horror films. And yeah. um, I think I may have seen the gif of that. Yeah, I actually did a, a report on it for school. And I actually <laughs> showed intru- it. An intruder? Yeah, I actually <laughs> uploaded it to YouTube, that scene. It's on my YouTube channel. And um, I sometimes get people commenting on it occasionally. They're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and uh but it's it's cool because ted Raimi's in it sam Raimi's in it um uh a lot of people that you get out of like a tarantino film like there's a guy from uh, pulp fiction in it the guy who uh jules says hey flock of seagulls that guy's in it yeah, yeah uh, scott yeah. spiegel's a pretty good friend of tarantino it's a great film and it, the whole movie has amazing kills but that's always up there as one of my favorites yeah that one is fucking amazing uh, and I think isn't there an extended version of that too, um, like an ext- of that kill? I thought I saw something. Um, maybe it was on a Blu-ray or something where they, they it was like more uncut. Not that the, not that the one in the movie isn't well, fucking I got graphic the, as hell. I have the um, special edition Synapse version, and it came with a uh, like a rough cut of the film. It, it's mm-hmm. like uh, it doesn't have any of the soundtrack or anything. It's just like the actors doing their thing. It's pretty neat. I've never watched it, but. I'm assuming it might be on there, but I don't see how extended you can get with that scene. Yeah, no, I I know, but I mean, <laughs> it's definitely brutal in that one. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great one. What about you, Shane? What what are some of your favorite kills? Oh Christ, now you got me thinking. See, the thing is, I mean, there's so many. There are so many, and me trying to put me on the spot, you know, just trying to think of <laughs> my favorite fucking spot. kills. Um, I think. Let me see. Um, there's some great ones in the George Romero movies. Mm-hmm. Um, when Rose... helicopter helicopter zombie, that's a legendary one. Yeah, that's a legendary oh, yeah. one. But it's not my favorite. Um, my favorite is in Day of the Dead when Rhodes gets ripped apart. Oh, I was oh, going to talk about that. That's that's yeah. another one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, it's just the fact that when he's just 
laid there and he's being ripped apart and his his voice gets so high pitched as his vocal cords are being stretched out and stuff. And you know, it's just fucking awesome. I love that scene. Um, Joe got him. Joe yeah. got him. Also, there's another. There's an, um, another one. Um, Dead set. Um, although technically not a horror movie, it is obviously a zombie show, um, which predates The Walking Dead. By the way, just for the record, for anybody who hasn't seen Dead Set before, um, there is a scene. Uh, basically, that is the homage to George Romero throughout Dead Set is so prominent it's unmistakable but there's the scene where um andy nyman his character gets ripped apart much in the style of Rhodes from day of the dead and he's screaming at them go on eat it eat it fucking have it and all this kind of stuff and then his head just gets ripped off and his spine gets pulled out and it's just brutal as fuck it's so gory as well i love that yeah. I, re- I mean that final episode though of Dead Set, I think, is actually my favorite one of the lot. Yeah, I know. We, we say this every time we talk about Dead Set, but I still cannot believe that's just on television. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, it's pretty fucking graphic. Actually, that reminds me. I've got to send you a, I've got a copy of that for you, Mike. I need to send you that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've never even... I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, if you watch it and then you turn around and say, sorry, I didn't like it, you are no friend of mine. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> I trust you, Shane. Yeah, no, it's a fucking amazing TV show. Because, I mean, it's five episodes. And um, it totals up to, like, two and a half hours. And you can watch it without... No, the version I'm sending you is the original print. Um, so it's, like, the rarer one. It's one of the rare discs. Um it was the first run, and it's the episodic version that I'll be sending you. Cool. And, um, <clears throat> but you can get another version of it, which has which is cut, so it's like a movie. Yeah, I think that one's on Netflix, the cut one. At least yeah. it used to be. It might not be on there anymore. All oh, right, okay. But um, it's really fucking hard to get hold of. Um, you can't buy it in stores anymore. You have to order it online. But you can get it fairly cheap. But the only, the only thing with ordering that online is that you'll only get the film cut, not the direct, not the episodic cut anymore. Oh, okay. Mm. So the one I'm sending you is basically, is one of the rare, it'll be one of the, one of the rare ones, but yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But that, that, that scene at the end in that last episode is just fucking immense. It's so oh, yeah. good. And the whole time the guy like Rhodes, is like a complete dick bag and you're just waiting for him to get <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, he's such a cunt. He really is. And even from the first episode, you think, oh, right, it's Andy Nyman. He's being a dick. No, he is just a dick, you know, throughout the entire show. And it's just so funny because it's set around Big Brother in the UK. It's a fake season of Big Brother where they're completely unaware of the fact that there's a zombie apocalypse going on. It's great. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that was good. Yeah, there's that. Um, I'm trying to think what else there is. Um. Um. Well, Mike mentioned he likes some of them uh, because they're funny, but I think like one of the most standout scenes. It's not even just like one kill; it's like five or six kills. Is in the uh, the Toxic Avenger when he's fight <laughs> he's fighting everyone in the uh, in the taco stand, and he fucking he tears the arm off of an amputee and he's using it like nunchucks and beating <laughs> beating people up. Fuck and off. Then, like, <laughs> 
and then he fucking he, he goes into the back and he uh he turns a guy into a milkshake by like filling his mouth full of like milk and ice cream and then shoving his head under the mixer and then he deep fries another guy's face it's just so fucking ridiculous that cracks me up that's like the the best sort of uh trauma kills you could get they're just completely <clears throat> cockamamie um, that movie's got a ton of great stuff though um but yeah that one's that one's really funny um you got another one mike yeah i've I got a couple. <laughs> um, I got a couple. I, I like uh, Henry Rollins in Wrong Turn Two is mm-hmm. probably the like best character in a horror film. Um, yes. And what gets me and what made me almost piss myself crying, I was laughing so damn hard, was when he stumbles upon the redneck dude from the first Wrong Turn, and he goes in his little cabin area. He's like, "Oh, who's that picture?" And he's like, "Oh, that's my late wife." And blah 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 eventually the redneck dude starts attacking henry rollins and henry rollins blows him up somehow i think he like explodes his head and henry rollins basically looks at the camera and goes say hi to the missus for me (laughs) (laughs) i saw that i was laughing so damn hard i was like this is amazing yeah (laughs) but like that that movie movie is hysterical like I didn't think I'd dig it at all. I never thought I'd like it. And then at the end of the movie, I'm like, "This is fantastic!" It's, <laughs> it's from the same movie at the end where it's like the kind of like the uh, the main fight, um, and there's like these two giant like uh, gears, and they're just shoving people into them. Like the bad guys obviously get killed into it, and it's just this like, big spray of gore, and it's just so good looking. It's so fantastic. The whole movie's so over the top. It's kind of like a Big Brother thing too, like uh, Shane was saying. It's like, oh. yeah, yeah, right, because they're filming a reality TV show, exactly, or whatever it is. Oh, right. Yeah. See, you talk about wrong. You talk about the Wrong Turn films. Um, the first Wrong Turn has got some amazing kills in it. Um, the guy when uh, the cop when he gets the arrow through the eye. I mean, that one's completely unexpected. You don't expect it at all. Yeah. And he's standing there and he's talking to the dude, and then all of a sudden. What people, you know, who's dead? Yeah. And then fuck, you're like, fucking hell, didn't expect that one. And then when they're climbing through the trees and the chick gets the half cap. Oh where, my God, that one's a good one. Oh, I fucking love that scene. I really do. It's, uh, I mean, they're just standing there like, oh my God, look out. And then she's like, she doesn't even turn around. And then it's like, crack. Yeah, it's like, wow. And then you just see her eyes dilate as the rest of her body just falls to the floor. Yeah, it was you know, cool. Fucking hell, that was cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, you get some standardized kills in there. I mean, you get Jeremy Sisto getting getting impaled several times with a crossbow, or you know, and you know, it's the um, the razor wire um, when the guy um, garrotes the chick with the razor wire, mm-hmm. and um, when they when they're all in the cabin, and then you can you see. Her, you see her being slammed onto the table and she's still alive as he starts carving her up. He starts sawing her arm off and stuff. And you're like, holy shit, this film was shit. Oh, that, this film was sick as fuck. I loved it. Yeah. And it was one of those films that, for me, was a blind buy as well. So um, first time I ever watched it was when I watched it on DVD. So that was pretty cool. Um, what else is there? Um... What, what do you think? What do you think is like the goriest one you could think of? The goriest, yeah. Mm, right. Well, off the top of my head, 
I would probably say there is a scene in 30 Days of Night when you've got the um, the grinding machine. Um, okay, right, right. Yeah, when uh, basically one of the vampires, what is it? There's the guy, he gets his hand basically crunched off and he's bleeding profusely and basically he's turning into a vampire because he's being, he's being bitten. And then it's the vampire who they throw into the grinding machine <laughs> and he just becomes mulch and it's just fucking awesome. I'd say hands down the gore is from any kill from Dead Alive. Any, oh, yeah. Dead Alive. Oh I mean, the, the whole lawnmower scene. <laughs> I mean, the baby popping out of that chick's face. It's fucking brilliant. I mean, <laughs> that, that lawnmower scene. It's like, oh, I kick ass for the Lord. It's just, <laughs> fucking, it's just perfect. I, yeah, I'd say Dead, Dead Alive is probably one of the goriest movies I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely one of the goriest movies. The one I was thinking of is in the first Hatchet. Where Victor Crowley takes that lady's face oh, and just yeah. tears it in half, like he yeah. just rips her face in half. The camera work is so good for that kill. I oh love my it. God, yeah, that's one of the most like amazing, like gore effects and beautiful shots combined into one of just this insane camera panning around as he rips this woman's head open. Holy shit, that one's brutal. Yeah, that one's really good. Um not like a, a different kind of like good kill i think is one where you just you hate the person and you just want them to die you're like i cannot wait till this person dies and the uh the one that stands out for me is actually in saw seven when the uh the bitch ex-wife finally gets her fucking kill oh um, yeah they, they 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 put her in the reverse bear trap which was used like three or four times but they never you know it, it never completed its mission, but they he straps her into it, and her fucking head gets blown in half. And you're like, yes, fuck that bitch. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, the Saw movies, they had some pretty unique kills. They really did. I mean, I think that's what, why it was so good. Because, or why that franchise, the kills in it were really good, or some of them were really good. And they yeah. were quite original. But, um, I mean, it's just the whole... That's I think it was Saw Three, where I, I can never remember what her fucking name is, but she was the, a detective in the first film, I believe. Yeah, she's like, in all bit, three. Yeah, um, and she gets she gets put in a trap, doesn't she? Where she gets her rib cage ripped out. Yeah, yeah, that one was pretty fucking pretty gruesome. But she has to put a she has to put a hand in the acid to get the key out, and then she basically burns a fucking hand, and then she's got the key and she undoes the lock and everything, and she thinks she's free when in fact she's not, and then the clock runs out and her chest just explodes, and then there was the other guy who had to climb through all the razor wire and the barbed wire, as well in that box. Yep. In the first one. That, yeah, that was in part one. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, Pretty they have nasty. a lot of uh, a really gory kills in the, in the Saw films. And we talked about it last time, but that, that's another um, series that primarily uses you know practical effects and everything, and and yeah. makes the kills that much more realistic. Yeah, I think up until seven, the three, the three D one, <laughs> whatever it was called. Um... The last one was garbage. It wasn't even like I actually enjoyed all the Saw films except that very last one. Oh see, yeah, and when it tur- when it turns into a slasher movie yeah, at the it end. Yeah, really weird. See, I didn't like 
any of the Saw movies after the first one, but I liked the last 10 minutes each of six and seven. <laughs> How random is that? Because I mean, I watched all the, I've watched them all. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, two. Yeah. It was all right. Three. Not bad. That first, the, I still say the first 10 minutes of number three was pretty epic when it made my buddy throw up. Um, which was, which was <laughs> I bet you were laughing. Oh yes, I was. Uh, you know, I was fucking laughing at that. Um, and then you've got, uh, what was it? The it four, five and six. They were all pretty shitty apart from the last 10 minutes of six, which I thought for some reason I thought was really cool. It just made up the whole film. And then when it got to number seven and I was watching seven, I was like, Oh, this is a fucking snooze fest. And then it literally got to the last 10 minutes when Carrie always turns up and I'm like, Holy shit. And then you think, hang on a minute, what's he doing? And then it shows you what happened and then how it brings the film, the whole franchise full circle. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Actually the last 10 minutes of number seven were really good, but the rest of the movies, nah. Yeah. And I definitely will not be watching Jigsaw. So, because it just have to see it eventually, Shane. No, I won't. I refuse. (laughs) It looks fucking awful, man. It just, I mean, just the trailer alone, I was like, really? Fuck's sakes. It looks like a Saw movie, like all of them. It looks fucking just like every other Saw movie. Well, because when I, when I saw the when I saw the trailer when I watched it a few weeks back, I looked at the trailer and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, really? I carry on with this crap? <laughs> but I just... Sorry, I'm I'm just an, I'm just an old bastard, you know. It's like I'm yeah. I'm I so, think we all know that, Shane. Yeah, I'm just so stuck in my ways when it comes to movies. It's like if I have to watch a film for the podcast, I'm like, oh, really? Who can I blame for? <laughs> who can I blame for watching this fucking piece of shit? Yeah, and, it's usually me. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I, you know, there are some movies that I watch for the podcast, and I think now this movie's fucking shit, or you get the pleasant surprise. Um, like Windmill Massacre, for instance. Mm-hmm. That had some awesome kills in it. That really did. Oh, yeah. Actually, now that I'm thinking about that, that first kill, holy shit, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, when the guy gets his legs fucking cut off and then his, his head gets stamped on, that's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah, that one was fucking great. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got the uh, the doctor guy when he's like seeing his patient and he's like trying to explain that no, it, it wasn't my fault. You know, it wasn't my fault, you know, and then he gets gutted and that, I mean, that film itself just had some brilliant kills in it mm. really did. And I think that's one of the reasons why I like it so much. Actually come to think of it. I did get a copy of that recently on, on DVD. Nice. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I'd say another, um, movie that has really flawless kills is the prowler from 1981 oh sure one of savini's like most underrated work ever (laughs) you know Uh, i i have not seen that movie for fucking years well like you have yeah well they have like uh like the killer puts a knife through a girl or a guy's head and he like he closes his mouth because <laughs> he's behind him and he puts a knife through his skull and you see the guy's eyes roll back like that's mm. phenomenal you have the naked girl getting it with the pitchfork inside the shower mm-hmm. which is absolutely phenomenal i i 
I I love that's one of my favorite slashers, and I the, the uh, makeup effects are just fantastic for that film, especially for 1981. Yeah, the, the special effects are amazing in that one. I always think it's a little slow though. That one, always you know, what I will to, always say that it has it does have pacing issues. It's it's got some really slow parts, like when the yeah. the main girl's running, she runs throughout like half the movie, but it's uh, the I would stick with it for the kills for sure. Yeah, that yeah, film. Any, was, that film was any called Savini kills. Oh, yeah. amazing! Of course. Yeah. yeah, that was called Rosemary's Killer in the yep, UK. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Because um, I remember watching that um, when I was a kid. It was one of the first movies I watched. Um, it was Rosemary's Killer, aka the Prowler, and um, one, of the first mo- one of the first movies I've watched. Yeah, Most or- people like their first movies like Bambi or like yeah. 101 Dalmatians. Shane's like, nah, I watched the Prowler. I watched the Prowler and Zombie Flesh Eaters. <laughs> this is explaining a lot of things, Shane. <laughs> it's all, it's all making sense. Yeah, that's all good. That's all good. But yeah, no, I can remember that. It's it's funny you say how it's the certain scenes and that I don't remember them because it was so long ago when I watched it. But I do remember when the cops are in the house and the girl is there and you got the guy, the dead boyfriend in the shower or something. I was a girl uh, in the shower. Was it? And she she kind of like jolts. Oh forward. no, I see. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the, yeah. at the end, yeah, he puts the boyfriend yeah. in the shower. Too. Yeah, that's it. I always and remember he's that. somehow still alive, sort of. Yes, that's the one, and he jolts <laughs> forward, and I can always remember that scaring the living shit out of me when I was a kid, and um, I was like, yeah, that made an impression. <laughs> There's uh there's one kill and this is really stupid but I fucking I laughed about this for for days after I saw it. I don't even remember which movie it was. It was a horrible shark movie and it was either Deep Red or Red Water. Something it's just really bad like shark horror movie from some point. Um before they had CGI sharks like this is like a, a practical effects shark movie. But there's one scene and <laughs> I don't even remember if it was a guy or a girl, but towards the beginning of a movie, the shark busts into, like, a submarine, and it grabs this guy and fucking pops him like a ketchup packet. Like, just the shark bites him at his waist, and he just, like, swells up and fucking this explosion of blood and guts hit the wall. It's just (laughs) the fucking dumbest thing, and I laugh forever on that. I don't even even think they showed it. They just showed the guts hitting the wall. I'm like, that's fucking hysterical. Like a tube of toothpaste you squeeze too hard, just (laughs) pow. Oh, man. It's funny that you mentioned shark movies, because I'd say another really good kill is from a uh, a movie called Jaws 27. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, I think it's Jaws 27. Uh, I don't have it on my MDB list. Um, but I, I watched it for the Halloween month, and it's a fan-made Russian film. And it was on YouTube. Anyone could go see it. <clears throat> and uh, it's about a ghost shark killing nice. people. And the movie sucks. But there's this one scene where the, the ghost shark, he like... He's like stalking this one guy and he knocks on the door and the guy opens up the door and the shark like eats him and he like spits him out a window and he hit like it, he hits a car and the car explodes. And it's just <laughs> I Val and I were watching it like we rewound that like four times. Go sharks. Never go wrong. Nice. Oh, I love go sharks. Me go shark. I'm in. That yeah, maybe just sounds funny. completely fucking insane. 
Oh yeah, it's it's hilarious. It's it's really funny because the CGI is so bad and it has terrible pacing issues. But it's a fan film; they were just doing it for fun. It's all in yeah, right. But it's it's fun. You got you got to give the guys some credit then. If oh hell yeah, fun. They were doing a lot more like... than I'm doing right now. It's like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm just sitting there drinking a cup of tea, staring at the TV blankly while the cat is shredding the bottom of the box. But you know, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. I, I love a, I love a good dumb shark movie. Um, who doesn't love awesome? Doesn't love dumb horror. Let's face it. There's there's a um, there's another one I got on here. It's, it's sort of shark related. It's uh, from uh, Alligator, and um, it's not even like gory or anything. But there's one scene where um, these kids are playing by a swimming pool, and they're uh, they're like playing pirate or something, and they're making the kid walk the plank, and he's got like a uh, I think he's got. Um, his eyes are covered, you know, with like a bandana or something. And his other friends are like, you got to walk the plank. And they're making him walk the plank on a, a diving board over a swimming pool. And of course there's an al you know, the alligators in the swimming pool. And, um, at the last second, like the kid takes his bandana off and like looks and sees there's an alligator, but his friends don't notice. And they like, just force him into the swimming pool. And he gets eaten by the alligator. <laughs> like you never see little kids die like in a horror movie like that. And this one was just completely brutal. And it was a hundred percent the friend's fault. Like they like forced him into it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, that makes me sound like a horrible person. Not at all. Man, was it, it is funny. It oh, is funny. That's nothing compared to what I posted up on Facebook and Twitter earlier on. There's a, there's a thing I follow on Instagram called Overheard in London. And it was basically a phone conversation between a guy and someone. And he says, oh, yeah, I'm just watching the kids next door shooting fireworks at each other. You know, I'm just waiting for the natural selection to kick in. And I just fucking laughed so hard at that. It was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, fuck kids. <laughs> Any good kid dying scene, they're always welcome. So Halloween yeah, three is the best. Yes, <laughs> that kid gets it so good, and he's a he's a little shit too. So. Maximum Overdrive, same thing. Yep. Yeah, and then you've got um, Trick or Treat as well. Oh um, yeah, fat kid gets watched, it. I just watched that last week on Halloween. Yeah, there's some good ones in that. Um, good head explosions around too. Um, like in uh, in Deadly Friend where uh, the robot girl throws a basketball so hard it blows up the woman's head. <laughs> That's a fucking epic one, man. Oh, do you know what? I think I, the last time I watched Deadly Friend was back in 1990. <laughs> fucking hell. It's, it's, the, the, see, uh, I love it too because it's the, um, it's the woman from Goonies, the old lady. Mm-hmm. And she just fucking that chick chucks that ball and her head explodes. Like it, it doesn't just like knock her head off or anything. It just blows up. <laughs> I gotta watch it again. It's been a while since I've seen that. Oh yeah, I might have to watch it again. It has been twenty-seven years. You know, <laughs> that's a good one. The, of course, the scanners. Yeah, head you can't get any better than the scanners head exploding. Uh, no, that's that's like the pinnacle of exploding heads. Yeah, and like. it's Michael Ironside for fuck's sake. You know, yep. it's you know, scanners as cheesy as it is, it is a damn good film. Yeah, you got Dawn of the Dead too. Yeah, sure. Oh, when he kicks the door, oh, he's got the shotgun. <laughs> yeah, there's some <laughs> racist older white guy blowing up people's heads. It's like fucking awesome. <laughs> Oh, man, so good. Yeah, I don't know. What, you got any others, Mike? Uh, I think Planet Terror has uh, Bruce Willis's head explode. Yes! Mm-hmm. I fucking so. love Planet Terror. 
Yeah, it's uh, Fergie from the Black High Peas when she gets it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the ending of the the effects with uh, Bruce Willis, the key. I I it's been a while since I watched it, but he like needed his gas and he didn't get his gas and he just keeps expanding and he just explodes. Oh, I think. Yeah, <laughs> he just pops, doesn't he? It's fucking awesome. Bruce <laughs> pops in a shower of blood and guts. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. I'm trying to think what else was in that movie. Um, yeah, d- didn't Tarantino get it really good? Like his like, he had his dick ripped off, and then uh, his, well, balls, um, okay. his balls dropped off. Yeah, oh, his, right. his balls melted off, yeah. and then um, uh, Rose McGowan, she had like a, a peg leg, and she stuck it in like his eye when he was on yeah. the. It was pretty badass. Yeah, and then she had the machine gun attached to her leg, which was just yeah. like awesome. And plus that that movie plus twenty eight weeks later has that helicopter scene. They both have it, where the helicopter goes forward and he's slicing yeah. them up. The, it's fantastic. You know, I didn't. That was the one scene in twenty eight weeks later I I thought was totally cheesy and completely unnecessary. Oh yeah, <laughs> I agree. But it was at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's like, oh, which movie's ripping off who? You know? Yeah. 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 Planet Terror does a little more uh, humor, and yeah. it, like all the yeah. zombies are running towards the helicopter, and then they all stop and they turn around, and they slowly walk away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but twenty eight weeks got... later, the, the entire opening scene is is probably one of my favorite scenes ever, and I've said favorite a lot in this episode, but yeah. they they really are. Um, all these people dying in the opening scene of 28 weeks later and the, the great amount of it's, it's so quick and fast. You actually feel like you're in the, in the scene and all these like yeah, people yeah. get ripped apart and eaten and, you know, fucking brutalized is awesome. See, I, I did right now. I like 28 weeks later. Um, cause I saw it in theaters and I can always remember watching it for the first time. And I thought to myself, this is actually, this could be a really worthy successor. And then the only downside to me was Robert Carlyle's character after he gets infected. Because there are so many scenes and so many situations where his character should have fucking died and he didn't. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like he had intelligence where they're supposed to be mindless creatures. You know, they're not supposed to have any kind of fucking intelligence at all. Well, I mean, that movie is like rabies. They're not like mindless zombies, you know. They're just like super infected with like... Well, yeah, you, know, you see what I mean, though. You know, they're in the rage. Yeah, yeah, they have they have a slight case of the rage. You know, <laughs> as we all do from time to time. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, it's the scene. It's basically when London is being firebombed, and he miraculously finds a little alleyway and he steps out of the way as the streets are being firebombed. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right. What the actual <laughs> fuck? He should be fucking dead. You know, and that's one one gripe about that movie is Robert Carlyle's character. He was great when he was alive, but when he when he got infected, nah, he should have been fucking offed. But um, I was, you know, even watching it and just seeing, you know, the the final scene when the infected are running through Paris, and you oh, get the yeah. scene of the Eiffel Tower, and you're like, fucking yes, the French are dead. Get in. <laughs> 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 Sorry, walk, but um, <laughs> you know, <it's>... <laughs> walk. <laughs> but you know, it's just one of those scenes where you think you can't wait to see the sequel because I think the sequel is going to be twenty-eight months later or something like that. 
and whether it's happening or not is another thing. Are too late now. That's way too late. Yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. It is. It's It's not necessary. There really is no need for another sequel for that. I, I mean, think if they did create a sequel to it, the kills wouldn't nearly be as good. It'd probably hit fucking, I don't know, TV or something. They'll probably make it a TV show now. Yeah, yeah right. Fucking straight, straight to DVD classic. Yeah. Hey, yeah. What about uh, what else you got, Ryan? Because I know you're, um, I got you the, got a little list going. I got a couple on here. Uh, uh, the ghost ship intro. Oh yeah. Yes. The rest. The rest of the movie's fucking garbage, but man, that opening scene where all those people are on top of the ship and um, like that cable breaks away and slices everyone in half. Holy shit, that's awesome. Yep. That is, uh, do you know what? I, that is the only reason I, I will watch that movie if it's on. Oh, yeah. If it's on TV, because I don't, I don't own it on DVD. I, I just refuse point blank to buy it because the movie is so shit. But, I mean, when it's on TV, I always make sure I watch the first 10 minutes and then I turn it over. Yeah, right. That's all you need. Yeah. The, rest of, the rest of the movie is terrible. I don't even know if there's any other good kills in it. I can't remember. Can't remember. That's yeah. the only kill I remember. That that intro scene. That's it. Yeah. That's just, all anyone talks about in the movie either. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That was fucking awesome. It's just fucking superb. I mean, they're all standing there dancing. And then you've got the little girl who's holding, dancing with the captain. And she's like head height. You know, it, it is a miraculous how it gets everybody just above her head. And then everyone's like pulling their fucking legs towards their torso. And, <laughs> you know, there's the guy with the half cap. And, you know, it's like fucking, you're just like, wow, this is brutal. This is amazing. And then it just gets really shit. Yeah. Yeah. Then, um, there's there's actually some really good ones in the uh, sleepaway camp movies. Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> I mean of course there's the um, at the very end where she's uh, what's her face? Um, I'm trying to remember the girl's name now. Um, where she cuts off the guy's uh, her her boyfriend quote unquote's head and is just standing there naked with a wang, and you're like, oh my god! I still say that's <laughs> one of the best horror endings ever. Oh yeah, that, without a doubt. Um, but like even in the sequels, which are really stupid, but really funny. Um, there's like, she runs over a guy's head with a lawnmower and there's another one. I want to say it's like, um, a portal potty out in the woods and like, she drowns a guy in shit. I think (laughs) (laughs) it's so over the top. Um, those movies are completely underrated. The two and three uh, sleepaway camp. Sleepaway camp um, two has a, a vinyl of a metal band called Flotsam and Jetsam in it. Wait, like they show a vinyl? Yeah, it's just a random uh, metal vinyl from their album uh, Metal Shock. <laughs> I, I don't that I never, that always stuck out to me. Never noticed that. Yeah, so actually, um, who's the uh, the who's the bassist that went into Metallica J- after Burton? Jason. Jason Newstead. Yeah, News that was yeah. Newstead's uh, one of his first bands and they actually utilized mm-hmm. his bass in it. So Oh, he played the bass in that. Yeah, right? he actually played bass in a band before. <laughs> which is I know it's, you know, shocking, but yeah, I'm getting <laughs> off the rails, but yeah, that he's uh that 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 always stuck out to me because I was like, Holy fuck, as soon as I watched it, I'm like, that's so such a random like thing to put in a film. It was funny. Yeah. Um, boy, now I'm now I'm trying to think. You got me got me stuck, Shane. Um, what about uh, the Blob? 
1988 oh flop, the guy goes down the drain, or when one of the main characters just decides to fucking die. <laughs> yeah, right in the in the beginning, yeah. you're like, oh, this this is gonna be the main character. And he fucking like, melts and burns inside the blob, and has amazing practical effects. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a great movie. I mean, pretty much all the kills in that are awesome. You yeah. know, <clears throat> even the um, uh, the phone booth one, yep. where the, the woman essentially just gets crushed in, by the blob in the phone booth. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, they're all awesome. And that, yeah, like you said, the the sink scene where he, the guy gets snapped in half and pulled down the sink. <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> like people who haven't seen that movie, I showed that to a couple friends before, and they're they're just like, "Oh my god!" Like when they see that come up. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Always catches them by surprise. What about some kills and uh, some non-horror movies? The non-horror kills? Yeah, like RoboCop? Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like RoboCop's like a special film where you have to include it in like horror lists even though it's not nearly horror but the... right, cuz it's so it's so fucking violent. <laughs> it's so like abnormally violent. I love that movie. Yeah, that movie. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, yeah. I love fucking RoboCop. Actually, on um, Val and I's uh, second date ever when we were when we were going out, it's we uh, we went back to my house and we watched RoboCop. Nice. She never saw romantic it movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she loved it. Oh my god. Yeah, um, the, I was just thinking of one shit um, non horror movie. I always liked. And uh, in Indiana Jones, the first one, uh, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when the Nazi's face melts, yeah. or, uh, or or when he he's getting into a fist fight with that guy, and the plane is like slowly rotating around. Oh yeah, that one's always fucking good. So good. Yeah, I love those. Yeah, I'm, not, not, I'm trying to think of non-horror kills. There's always good ones. I can't think of non-horror but kills. I really can't. Um, just like you know me, I'm all about the horror, but fucking. Non horror kills, um, sure, they're out there. Yeah, they are, I've probably seen quite a few, but I just don't. What about don't Fargo? The ending scene in uh, Fargo, where he's sticking the guy in the uh, wood chipper, yeah, toss him in the wood chipper. Yeah. I've I've never seen Fargo. Never seen Fargo. Oh my no. god, bro! Even the never TV show is fucking awesome. I heard it's good. I haven't seen it. First season's yeah. fantastic. Second season's okay, and I never watched the third yet. Hmm. Are they connected at all? Is it like a is it a story yeah, that goes the, on? The or first it... season in Fargo takes place uh, like twenty years after uh, the events in the the movie. Oh no, it's the it's a prequel, I believe. I don't fucking know. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no! It is a sequel. Now that I'm thinking about it, it, is, it takes place like after the the second season is a prequel. Oh, okay. And I think the third season is also a sequel too. So. Does somebody find the suitcase in the snow? Uh you'll see when you watch it. No, seriously. <laughs> um, what's his name? Uh, Martin. Uh, he's fucking Frodo. Uh, Martin, Martin Freeman. Frodo. Martin, Martin Freeman? Freeman's yeah. in uh, the season of uh, Fargo, and it's brilliant. It's fucking amazing. Second season's a little weird. It has some, like, there's, like, an alien in it. Huh? What the fuck? Yeah, there's, I, it's a little weird. But, yeah, it's good. Sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> um, how about, like, the uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets? Uh, there's some good ones in those. Uh, you got, like, uh, Johnny. the, uh, sure, Johnny Depp, the bed, the bed vomit, <laughs> fucking gushing blood all the way, all out. Yep. That's a classic one. Uh, Fre- the Freddy Penis Monster. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think, is that in five or four? I don't remember which one it is. I think it's four. Uh, it's in the beginning. I know that. Whatever no, one this... is with, uh, what's their, his face's sister. Oh, um, uh, David Arquette's yeah, sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patricia Arquette. Oh, that's yep. number three. That's Dream Warriors. Is it? No. Yeah, it is, because she was there. Patricia Arquette was in the only one. She was only in number three. They brought her character back for number four, who was played by Tuesday Night. Oh, you're right. I yes. Forgot. You're right. Yeah, they completely replaced the actress. Mm. <laughs> They'll never know. No, of course <laughs> not. <sighs> Nobody's paying attention to the plot anyway. Oh, number three had some amazing kills. There's like the puppet kill was amazing. Oh, yeah. That's still yeah, actually, yeah. That scene actually still makes me cringe to this day. <clears throat> he's using his veins as a yeah. strings yeah yeah the um the tv one's always good too yeah welcome to prime time bitch i love that this fucking shoves a head through the tv that's awesome um what else is there you've got uh when joey gets seduced by the by the hot nurse who then doesn't become very hot at all um <laughs> <laughs> When she like um, when she kissing when she pulls his tongue out and then she basically fucking pins into the bed. So uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, but all the best kills in that were at the beginning. You know, they were sort of like all the main characters, like Taryn, when um, when she gets injected by Freddy in the stri- in the in the alleyway in her dream oh, yeah. sequence, and um, says, let's go hide because there's not like an uncut scene. Well, not uncut. There is a scene where basically he injects her so much her head, her head explodes. Um, but apparently it looked so shit they decided not to use it. Um, hmm. And you've got um, what was it? Who's the geeky kid? He was also in Elvira. Harry Potter. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I yeah. just know he's uh, Harry it's Potter. The guy in the wheelchair in the third movie. Um, when he, uh, when he's like, I am the wizard master, and in my dreams I can walk, and all that kind of <laughs> stuff, and he starts doing all his fucking D and D shit at Freddy, and then Freddy just fucking pin- picks him up and just like fucking sticks him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what? I do like that one because yeah. it's it's not like fancy. The kid's nah. like, I'm the wizard master. He just Freddy just jacks him up, boof, right in the gut. Yeah, he's like, fuck that you. Oh, you know. You know which one always fucking made me cringe, and it still makes me cringe to this day. I think it's in part four, um, where there's the, uh, the, the the I think it was a guy or maybe it was a girl weightlifting. Yes. And and Freddie comes down and like pushes on the uh, she you know pushes on the bar and snaps her fucking uh, arms. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, that's t- today that still kills me. <laughs> you know, there are some really good kills in the Freddie in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Because number four, number four was um, was it when uh, was it Joey's death wasn't so great because he drowns in his in his um, waterbed. You got Kincaid when he's in the scrapyard in his dream and his dog pisses mm-hmm. fire and uh, <laughs> resurrects resurrects Freddy. Um, when he gets killed off, that's quite cool. And then when um, Kirsten she gets she gets roasted. Brings yeah. out into the dream and stuff, and then all her friends. And then it was, I think it's Toy Toy Newkirk. Her name is. She's the the little asthmatic girl in the film, 
when um, Freddy's like want to suck face, and he like basically dra- he picks her up and drains the life force out of her, and causing her to have an asthma attack. Yeah. Um, well, which is the one where he force feeds somebody until they like explode? That's number five. <laughs> that's Dream Child. That's five. That's right. Monty yeah. Python three. Yeah. Sorry, like a waffer, a thin mint, bugger off. Oh man. Well, you're yeah, you're some... talking about cringeworthy uh, moments. What about uh, Hellraiser, where he he's moving the bed and you see that nail come oh! on the yeah. You know what that oh gets my me? God. I, no matter how many times I've seen that movie, <laughs> it gets me every single time. And that also has one of the best kills when he says Jesus wept and he gets fucking yeah. torn apart. So yeah. good. Oh my God. It's a fucking nail. It's, I oh cannot shit. stand that. That gets me every single time I watch it. See, number two had some good kills in that as well. Yeah? Yeah, I thought so. Um, yeah. Is it when the uh, what's the doctor? I can never remember his remember the Shinard. yeah, yeah, Shinard. I can't remember what the guy's name is, um, you know, the actual actor, oh. but um, when he gets turned into a Cenobite and he goes onto the ward and he's like, I recommend evisceration and just basically <laughs> fucking kills everybody on the ward. Every single thing he says is a pun and it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, I absolutely love it. Yeah. He's my favorite Cenobite, easily. Yeah, it- it is pretty cool, actually. It's, yeah, he's a cool fucking Cenobite in that. <clears throat> but, I mean, he's he's never done a horror movie since that guy, so... <laughs> very fucking hell. Yeah. Sweet Christ, those <laughs> fireworks are really going... Can you hear them? Yeah, yeah I didn't know what the hell that was. I, I didn't know it was a firework. Yeah, that's fireworks, mate. That's, that's all going off. And they're still popping away in the background, you know? You'll there'll there'll be more. You'll hear more throughout. Nice. Yeah. So it's not World War Three kicking off in Norwich. It's just the fireworks. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Also, what about the uh, the windows death and the thing? Or uh, they're all strapped to the uh, the couch and windows oh like set aside, and then all of a sudden he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's like shoot him. And he doesn't, and he just fucking he eats like Windows's entire like head, and you just see Windows's body flailing in the air as the yeah. thing monster is right. eating his head. It's fantastic. It like picks him up, and he's like vertical, his legs kicking. Yeah, yeah, that one's good. That one's definitely good. Um, yeah, the thing's got a bunch of good kills in it. Uh, I like to um, you know, thinking of uh. John Carpenter in in uh, Christine, where she's chasing that fat kid down the uh, yes down that like that narrow passageway, and the car just keeps forcing itself forward, crunching itself in to like yeah. smash that guy. Yeah, that was good. That was a good one. Do you know, I love Christine. I think that's one of my favorite Carpenter films, and it's just all the kills in that are really cool. Um, I liked uh, the uh, when he's chasing when Christine goes to the garage. And um, basically kills everybody in the garage. He runs into it. She runs into it, and the garage explodes, killing half the people in there. And then you've got the one guy running away, the main school bully. He's running away, and then you just see Christine following him, covered in oh, flames. Yeah, fire. Yeah. yeah. And then basically you just get Christine just carrying on driving, and there's like a rolling, burning corpse on the floor, which is fucking great. <laughs> but um, there's some great. I mean, there are some really good kills in that and i just think it's uh 
I think my favourite one is definitely the um, the old guy who play. Oh, what was his fucking name? He was the garage owner in Christine when he gets in the car and he's trying to find out, work out what's going on, and then he gets asphyxiated as he's trying to get out of the car, and Christine won't let him out. Hmm. Yeah, that one's good. Mm. The uh, I like the um, in Creep Show two. There's there's the uh, the raft, um, I guess segment where the um, the fucking slime monster, whatever it is, the blob <laughs> is out in the lake. Yeah, do you know yeah. what? I was gonna br- I was gonna bring up Creep Show too. No, enough. really? Yeah, it's Creep really. Show too. <laughs> and that fucking guy at the very end when he thinks he he makes it all the way across. Yeah, and, and the thing comes up and like tidal waves over him or uh or when the girl is laying on the raft and like, yeah. she's sleeping and the guy is like gonna molest her or yeah <laughs> but there's the other guy who gets but he gets pulled in doesn't he and his leg snaps upwards kind of like, oh yeah in half as he's as he's snapping through the fucking boards that was pretty pretty cool and then the really stupid girl who's like Oh, look at that. I'm going to put my finger in the thing on the water. And then it just fucking like engulfs her. And you're like, oh, that was stupid. I'll tell you that. That segment ruined going to like lakes and going on rafts. <laughs> you know, I'll I, I tell you what. One of my other favorite kills in that is the um, is the is the uh, Indian um, totem. Yep. That comes oh, yeah. When it takes out the the gang members because it's um, those gang members have killed off the old couple in in the store, mm-hmm. and then basically that comes to life and it fucking like it just like decimates everybody in like really quick succession, and it scalps the guy with the long hair, and like I think it's the old tribesman turns up in his car, and the statue is just stood there with the guy's scalp still in his hand. <laughs> And the old guy just nods at him, and he's like, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm off. See ya. <laughs> Who remembers the uh, the one really um, small kill in American Werewolf in London towards the end where, uh, what was it, where he flies out of the windshield or the glass hits him? Yeah. And he, like, gets decapitated or something? No, he, he flies out of the windshield and then he gets run over by a double-decker bus. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's, <laughs> that's like that's like the most British way to die. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like because it, I mean, obviously, they still have those adult theater. They still have a couple of those adult theaters in in London. Because um, I remember going on a um, American Wolf in London, like geeky spot with a few friends about twenty-one years ago. Because um, we the old tube station. Um, me and my friend Sam, we we'd gone to see a gig in London. Was that a firework? Yes, it was. Holy shit! Yeah, um, yeah. Basically, we we'd gone to see we'd gone to see the Nephilim in London in 1996, and we got off the tube at Charing Cross, which is where um, American Werewolf London was set, basically. And we got off the tube and me and my buddy Sam just looked at each other and we looked up the escalator and we were like, holy fuck. And he was like, what? Everyone else was like, what? It's like, this is the fucking tube station in American Wealth in London. And everybody else was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, really? It was like, dude, it's American Wealth in London. And then we sort of like got up, we got to the top and we followed it round and stuff. 
And we were like, oh my God, me and my buddy Sam were just totally fucking geeking out completely and utterly. And then um, we got out of the tube and um, we had to get that tube back to um, get to the car to come home as well. And <laughs> I'll always remember that because nearby they there was a couple of like cinemas there's a lot of adult porn shops and there's like there's a couple of cinemas along charing cross road as well so the ones nearby um trafalgar square because charing cross isn't that far from trafalgar square um jesus <laughs> holy shit fucking hell <laughs> i can look out of my window and i can see the fireworks going off actually you're gonna have to take cover, Shane. <laughs> You're taking fire on. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, they have a lot of their, or there's a couple of the old cinemas still there, but um, a lot of the stuff that was filmed around Trafalgar Square, where the um, where the werewolf um gets out of the cinema, where he changes into the cinema, and he starts causing all the carnage. All that scene is Trafalgar Square. So you've got all the lights, all the all the lights on the street and everything that are still going off, all the billboards and what have you. So you see all that, and when you get out of the tube station, it's like right there. You know, you're, that is American Werewolf, the final scene. Yeah, that's cool. You know? Yeah. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's near there where the some of the cinemas were, and that double decker scene is that always sticks in my memory. You think, what a way to go. You go through a windshield and you get run over by a double-decker bus. <laughs> That's going to suck. <laughs> so, not mentioning a, an elaborate kill like that, that reminds me of one of my favorite kills. It's actually not in a horror movie. In Rambo 3, the one where, the one where Rambo helps the Taliban, um, he, he he's, like, above this big, like, hole in the ground or something, and he's fighting this guy... And I think Rambo punches him in the throat and then wraps a rope around his neck and 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 kicks the guy into the hole. Meanwhile, pulling a pin on the grenade that he that he has around his belt and the guy falls down, snaps his neck and explodes immediately. <laughs> it's like, yep, that guy's dead. <laughs> what about uh, Machete 2? Have you guys seen Machete 2? No, I didn't see two. Uh, Danny Trejo is running through a hallway, and I don't know the specifics of it, but he cuts this guy's stomach open. He takes his intestine, and he's running with his intestine, and he jumps out of a window. The room explodes, <laughs> and he's holding on to the guy's intestine. It's And he, and he swings in like diehard. Yeah, like it was the, the funniest damn thing I've ever seen. Again, oh, how about fuck. I got one more? I got one more. Um, uh, Shane, have you ever seen a movie called Creep in 2004? Was that the one on the London Underground? Yes, Ryan, yes, have you seen I it? Have. Yeah, yeah, I have seen Do it. Do you remember the scene where that thing takes that machete, opens, puts that girl on the stirrups? Oh my god, <laughs> and he just inserts it. Yes, oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh i love that i don't I know why. That. That, came, that, came, that came to me very late and i didn't want to forget it so i had to throw it in there good excellent 
Uh, we're glad you brought it up. <laughs> that, that's that's <laughs> something that made me cringe for a while. I couldn't watch that for a while. It's like, oh my that god, was, <laughs> that was nasty. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like a rusty machete he like finds. Yeah. Like, so you got Creep Two coming out soon as well, haven't you? Well, that's a well, different that's, movie. Yeah, that's a different Creep. Is it? Yeah, the uh, the other creep that you're talking about has Mark uh, Duplass in it, and that came out in 2014, I believe. And yeah, something like that. 20, I don't know, but yeah, then the next one's coming out, or it already did came out, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I thought I actually thought it was a sequel to the 2004 one because cool. the chicken, the chicken, the 2004 one, she was in Run Lola Run as well. What the fuck is that? <laughs> What kind of firework is that? I've got no clue. <laughs> That's fucking funny. You're enjoying these fireworks, aren't you? It's a shame. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're great. Yeah. Not so great. Um, great for Ziggy. Oh, yeah. I know, right? Yeah, he's currently... Yeah, I, th- I, I think I may have uh, I may have expired my, uh, my thought process on this one. I don't think I got any others lined up. Um, Eddie, you could pull out of your ass, Shane. Um, I could pull something out of my ass, but um, <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think. Actually, um, see, I'm looking at my Blu-ray collection right now, and <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Yeah, yeah tell right. me about it. <laughs> what about um, Alien, where the chestburster pops out of uh, what's his name, John Hurt? Yeah, that's sure. that's just a classic. That is a classic. Uh, um, yeah, but I'm um, trying to think. Um. The Void. That's some good practical effects and some good kills in it. Especially Ooh. when they get into the hospital and then you've got the guy, um, everybody's arguing, and then the guy, the crazy dude, slices the doctor's throat or stabs him in the throat with the scalpel. Then you've got the other guy running away and you've got the creature in the room that's just emerging. And it basically swallows the guy up or it basically just grabs, it wraps him up takes them around the corner and the other guys are like what the fuck was that and then basically as they get around the corner this thing is just feeding off of him and basically enveloping him in its flesh <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. I know um, uh, do you guys see Baskin? No. No I haven't seen Spanish it. Spanish film that okay The Void is is was disappointing to me but if you guys really want to watch a movie that's kind of like it, I would suggest Baskin. It was on Netflix. I'm not sure it still is. But it's a Spanish film. It has subtitles. But they have some very... <laughs> uh, there's a couple scenes where I could not watch because they slice people's eyeballs. Ew. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they uh, they kind of show it. So those are some good, uh, like I guess, like a pre-kill <laughs> in a way. But the uh, yeah, the makeup effects for that movie are phenomenal. I think it does it way better than the void did myself. Okay. Wow. Yeah, if you if you mention eyeballs though, you can't go can't go wrong with like uh, a Fulci film. No. Like in uh, uh, Zombie Flesh Eaters or uh, Oh my City god, how Dead. did we forget that? <laughs> that one. I forgot what I at some point somebody was like, Oh you know, put up a a, a, a gif of whatever uh, the most violent kill you can think of, and I, I put that one from yes. uh, Zombie Flesh Eaters with the yes. eyeball yeah. and the spike going right into her eyeball, so slow. Oh my god, oh. it's that is so good. I oh my god, I show that to so many people. They're like, oh, I can't do eye kills, and it's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well that's just one. <laughs> yeah, 
Here's yeah. the ultimate one. <laughs> yeah, see what that. The hell? I, I, that was I was a... at a horror convention and um, I forget. I was waiting for a panel or something, and they like they, they they were playing trailers or whatever. They're just like randomly playing trailers, and somehow this I think the guy's laptop got stuck on a loop where it, it was just that eyeball scene <laughs> for like ten minutes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, awesome. Oh. How about uh? I know it's a short, but thanks killing. Or no, uh, oh, yeah. no, it's just Thanksgiving, I'm sorry. Uh, the Eli Roth uh, short uh, movie where he sticks the knife up the trampoline and the girl's jumping on it and goes, <laughs> ah! <laughs> White meat, dark meat, all will be carved. <laughs> God, I wish they'd turned that into a movie. Uh, he was talking about making it forever and he never fucking got it done. No, I would love to. Uh, see, that would be an Eli Roth movie I'd watch. Yep. See, there's also because you've also got um, "Don't," the yep. Edgar Wright one as well, because that'd be fucking funny. Phantasm has some yeah. good kills too, or the sphere goes <laughs> into their head and the blood just fucking shoots out the other side. Oh yeah, I think it's the end of two, or I think it's the end of two, or they're in the uh, the morgue and they pop them full of. Uh, he's got that like yellow blood. I forget the fucking yep. specifics of it, but yeah, that's a really good one too. <laughs> Oh man, I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to think of something else. I mean, out of the newer films, out of newer films, I think one of the best kills. You're going back to the whole kids being killed on screen. Georgie <laughs> in it. Oh my god! Oh yeah, that was a good yeah. one. As much as oh. I didn't really care for that film, that yeah. was very shocking to me that they put that in like an intro. Scene. Yeah. See, because for me, it was exactly how it was in the book, and that's why I loved it so much. Yeah. And that's. That's why I enjoyed it so fucking much. But, oh, man. I'm just... <sighs> See, yeah, there's just... Oh, man. There's so many films that I could sit... We could sit... Oh, all right. Shaun of the Dead, all right, for instance. There's some hilarious kills in that. I think my favourite one is when Daphs gets dragged out of the window by the zombies. Oh, yeah. They just basically rip him apart. And then Diane goes charging out with his leg. <laughs> starts twatting people with his her dead boyfriend's leg. That is just fucking brilliant. But yeah, there's great great kills on that. And then there's a couple of really good ones. Hot fuzz when the church, top of the church spire lands on the reporter's oh fake God. head. <laughs> um, <laughs> see, that's that. It's just where he's just standing there. He's like walking around and. Simon Pegg's like, oh my fucking god! And there's this guy just walking around with a church spire in his head. That was how about uh, the Maniac remake too? That's some really good uh, practical effects that uh, had yeah. some good kills in it. Elijah Wood, I like they think rips her scalp off in bed. Yeah. Oh, see, uh, yeah, that that uh, the old lady that he like <clears throat> scalps and tortures. Yep. Um, the um, but in the original Maniac, you've got of course Tom Savini's head exploding. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Good shotgun blast. Forgot about that. Yep, yeah, those are always good. So I don't know. We mm. could probably keep going on, but um, we could. But I'm, a, you, uh, I'm at a loss at the moment. I don't need. Yeah, I was gonna say if uh, if you've got some ideas of your favorite kills, you know, write us in. Hit us up on the uh, the Facebook group or send us an email or something. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. See, we should have posted and, uh, something on the Facebook group about this, because I'm pretty sure nah. that could have spurred some ideas. I think we got everything. <laughs> yeah, I think we covered it. I think we, we hit every single kill. I think Ever. that's all of them. Yeah. 
Probably. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! But so yeah, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go watch Rambo three right now just so I can watch that scene again because now now I'm thinking about it and it's making me laugh. I think <laughs> I'm gonna cool. go. I think I'm gonna watch Nightmare on Elm Street four. I gotta watch a Christmas movie. Oh God. I think I might do. Uh, I think I might start those Thanksgiving movies because I said Thanksgiving or Christmas. So, uh-huh. and then we're in the uh, season. Well, there's a few good. Uh, there's a couple Thanksgiving movies. There's that. Um, what's that slasher um, that just it became popular recently because uh, it got re-released. Oh boy, I can't remember the name of it. It's it, it's a Thanksgiving slasher where there's like twins and w- one of the twins gets locked up into a psycho bin. But it's like the wrong twin. The the crazy one actually w- is released. Oh, Shining? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, boy, I'm I'm having a brain fart. I can't think of it now. Well, if you remember, let me know because I'll watch it. Yeah, it's it's uh, actually a pretty good slasher. Um, the the beginning is amazing. I'll I'll look it up. I'll I'll figure out what it is. Oh. Uh, and I picked it up on Blu-ray a little while ago. But um, but yeah, there's that. Um, trying to think. Other than the thanks, uh, thanks killing movies, obviously. <laughs> Those are classics. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> really like movies that are so bad on purpose, like nowadays. But mm-hmm. those are, I, I think I watched the first one a while ago, and I, I found it pretty funny. Yeah, I haven't seen three yet, so uh, I was actually thinking of ordering it just to get ready for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Might as well. Why not? That and uh, gobble gobble, motherfucker. Yeah, like uh. Christmas movies and uh, Mr. Bean are like my go-to holiday watches. I love Mr. Like the, Bean. Oh, like the Mr. The, the TV show or like the Mr. Bean movie? No, the TV show. Uh, oh, okay. I, I know this is totally off topic, but I want to I wanna promote it as much as I can. Mr. Bean's Christmas special that came out in the 90s is one of the funniest things you will ever watch. There's a certain, like, you can watch it on YouTube, but, like, there's a certain scene where he's playing with a nativity scene in a mall when he's, like, waiting to check out. I, oh, my God. I can't put into words how funny that is. So since it's the season, everyone needs to go watch Mr. Bean's Christmas special. It's not the season (laughs) until next month, damn it. Doesn't matter. It is the season now. Yeah, like they say, there's 12 days of Christmas, and not a single one is in fucking November. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ryan. The future <laughs> is now, note, man. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on that, I think we could close it off. Uh, yeah, so let us know what your favorite kill is in a in a horror movie or non-horror movie. And uh, yeah, maybe or post a link to it if you find it somewhere online. We can all enjoy it. So, um, so yeah, I think uh, you could catch us on... Uh, Facebook at the All You Need Is Blood Facebook group. We're on the UHM Fans group. Um, you could hit us on our email, uh, All You Need Is Blood Pod at gmail.com. Uh, you could find us on the upcoming horrormovies.com message board. And uh, catch me on Twitter at Ryan Tudelo. And uh, Shane. You can catch me on Twitter at Dead Cell Society, Instagram, Dead Cell Society 74. You can also find me on the both of the UHM um, the fan page on Facebook, as well as All You Need Is Blood. I'm so uh, Mike, and you still doing your uh, 365 Days of Horror? Yes, sir. I'm on like 129 movies now since August 13th. So, yeah, I'm on like uh, day 75. So I've watched like 129 movies out of 75 days, which is pretty good. 
Uh, I got that link in the SoundCloud page. I'm on uh, Instagram. My last name's Whittemore on there with a, with a zero, which I wish I could fucking change that name. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm on the Facebook group. So, yeah. All right, cool. So we'll uh, we'll catch you guys next time. I think next time we're going to try to do a little bit of Stranger Things. Yep. So, uh, Hell yeah. Good. Yeah, I look forward to that one. Yeah. We'll try to keep it as spoiler-free in the beginning as possible. Yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> we'll have a little, we could have a little section. Like, oh, spoilers Oh, yeah, now. yeah. Yeah, right, right. We'll start, we'll do spoilers in the beginning, and then t- we'll do non-spoilers after. Don't, even, change it up. don't even put, like, the theme in there. Just put, like, one major spoiler right in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody dies. <laughs> Dun. I'd be like watching, uh, what was it, that film, The Perfect Storm? Um Everybody dies, and then oh yeah, let's go watch the film! <laughs> Yay! Oh my god! So uh, so yeah, um, I guess I'll see you guys next time, and um, bye for now. Yeah. Oh my god! Perfect storm. I read that book. Did you? Yeah, it was pretty good. That was a surprisingly good podcast for us being so very ill prepared.